Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm grateful for the music from Calvin, also the message from Eleanor. And as we move into the homily this morning, the scripture reading comes from John 20, verses 19 through 31. So feel free to take a deep breath with me as you hear the word this morning. And it reads, In the evening of that same day, the first day of the week, the doors were locked in the room where the disciples were for fear of the temple authorities. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Having said this, the Savior showed them the marks of crucifixion. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw Jesus, who said to them again, Peace be with you. As Abba God sent me, so I am sending you. After saying this, Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you retain anyone's sins, they are retained. It happened that one of the twelve, Thomas, nicknamed Didymus, or twin, was absent when Jesus came. The other disciples kept telling him, we've seen Jesus. Thomas's answer was, I'll never believe it without putting my finger and the nail marks in my hand into the spare wound. On the eighth day, the disciples were once more in the room and this time Thomas was with them. Despite the locked doors, Jesus came and stood before them saying, peace be with you. Then to Thomas, Jesus said, take your finger and examine my hands. Put your hand into my side, don't persist in your unbelief, but believe. Thomas said in response, my Savior and my God. Jesus then said, you've become a believer because you saw me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs as well, signs not recorded here in the presence of the disciples, but these have been recorded to help you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the only begotten, so that by believing you may have life in Jesus's name. We hear the voice of God through these words. Thanks be to God. So as I was preparing this homily for this new sermon series for Easter, I was thinking of a song that came to mind. Um, a lot of you might have seen this song on Instagram or perhaps on TikTok. There's a little boy singing the song, so here it is. Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy. 
Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Do you know it? Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. As simplistic as the words to the chorus of this song are, it is much easier to be thankful for joy than it is to be thankful or in gratitude for pain. Oftentimes when we think of pain, it can also bring up trauma, it can bring up suffering, it can bring up difficult memories or outgrowing people or spaces. So this new sermon series for Easter, Spring Cleaning, on nurturing love, loss, and new life in our faith cycles, it's really had me thinking about the similarities in life and also in death. It's all in the way that we celebrate them, right? So with birth, with new life, there are often parties or with newborns, gender reveal celebrations and gifts that are given. But often when we think about death, there are funerals or grief that comes and loss. But there are similarities in both of these transition periods in life. Babies, for instance, don't come out the womb smiling and being able to care for themselves. And much like with death, there's a decline in the bodily faculties for someone who transitions from, from more natural causes. There's an inability to do things like you would in your prime, much like a baby has to learn to live in all new spaces. A person who is in a state of transition has to learn to move through various life, or in this instance, faith cycles. It's all about how we care for or nurture these moments, whether in new life coming in or transitions in life that bring new perspective and new ways of being. And then there is also something about the in-betweenness, the in-between stages of life, which also has me thinking about the connection to peace. Many of us coming to peace have outgrown some of the faith seasons or faith backgrounds and churches we've belonged to prior to coming to peace or have been troubled by some of the things that we've experienced in certain settings. And I know that for me, even there's been times where I've had to step away from church or religion altogether so that I could find the self-acceptance necessary to embrace portions of myself that needed cultivation from within me first, and then embraced by community alongside me. This past um, Wednesday, I was 
repotting plants in my backyard. Many of you all likely know that I have a lot of plants, but particularly my rosemary plant wasn't looking too good. I couldn't see, or I could see what something wasn't quite right with my plant. I was pruning limbs that were drying up and making sure it had appropriate nutrients, but still it wasn't thriving, which gave me the realization to look beyond the surface to find that the roots were confined in too small of a space. It needed to be planted in a bigger space so that the roots and the fullness of the plant could flourish. And so it is with us. Both what is above and below the surface needs cultivation. Both the seen and the unseen needs to be nourished. And like the scripture from today, Thomas reminds us of our see it to believe it faith. Thomas said he would not believe until he was able to see and put his finger and the nail marks in his hand into the scare wound. There is something sacred in the seeing. Jesus even comes back in order to be seen when Thomas does not believe. Which also had me thinking about when seeing is helpful. For instance, seeing the representation of women, pastors, and leaders is important. Seeing the representation of queer love and community is important. Seeing people cultivate their dreams and living into new ways of being is important. What are the things you've seen in order to believe? And there's also something to the seeing that can cultivate a greater unseen faith. In verse 22, when Jesus comes back saying that he sends the disciples just as God sent him, he breathes on them. Even though you cannot see breath, you cannot live without it. And I know y'all are gonna be tired of me talking about energy work, but even though you can't see energy, sound, vibration, there is something to the seen that cultivates the unseen and something about the unseen that cultivates what you can see. A both and is okay in the seen and unseen faith. Jesus does not say seeing is not believing. He says blessed is the person who believes even without seeing. So imagine how many more blessings we'd receive if we'd trust in the unseen, in the mystery more and more. So as we close this morning, I would like to read a poem or a prayer from Howard Thurman's Meditations of the Heart, which is a collection of his meditations and prayers. And it reads, 
It is ever a new thing, a glad surprise, the stirring of life at the end of winter. One day there seems to be no sign of life, then almost overnight, swelling buds, de delicate blooms, blades of grass, bugs, insects, an entire world of newness everywhere. It is the glad surprise at the end of winter. Often the same experience comes at the end of a long tunnel of tragedy and tribulation. It, as, it is as if a person stumbling in the darkness, having lost their way, finds that the spot at which they fall is the foot of a stairway that leads from darkness into light. Such is the glad surprise. This is what Easter means in the experience of the human race. This is the resurrection. It is the announcement that life cannot ultimately be conquered by death, that there is strength added when the labors increase, that multiplied peace matches multiplied trials, that life is bottomed by the glad surprise. Take courage, therefore. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half, half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our God's full giving is only begun. Many blessings. <laughs>